So, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Fireside Chat. Um, Brady Holland here with EXP Realty and the Tyler Miller team. And got a special guest with me today, Pete. Modest. Modest. Yep. yep. Wasn't going to get it. No, that's right. No, <laughs> no one does. Uh, so I always tell people it's modesty without the T. Okay. Uh, modest. It's just modest. Uh, all right. My nice. wife is convinced that we all say it wrong because no one, no no one, one says said it right. No. no. I think there's been one person in my 38 years of life that wow. has got it right. That's that's crazy. Hmm. I have a friend that his last name's Danielowski. Okay. And that no one gets that one right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Pete, welcome on. Yeah. Thanks for coming today. I appreciate it. Um, like I kind of mentioned, we kind of just jump into an origin story right away. Like, yeah. Give me the background of who Pete is and hmm. how he came to be a realtor. Sure, yeah. Well, I grew up in the Twin Cities. Uh, Twin Cities on the west side, Plymouth boy. Um, that's where that's where I cut my teeth, I guess, in the, <laughs> you know, the suburbs of, of Plymouth. Um, and just normal life growing up. Um, in my senior year of high school, really felt like I was supposed to pursue a career in ministry. And so jumped into ministry, um, was in it for 12 years, uh, wow. and got my master's, uh, all, all that. Um, loved doing it, loved, loved being a part of, of the church. And, uh, I was a part of a Bible camp too, and just loved that, um, the environment and, and being used, uh, in that way. And it was awesome. Uh, in November of 2020, uh, I was let go, uh, from my ministry job and didn't know what I was supposed to do next. And so it was, was talking with a bunch of, bunch of pastors that I knew, a bunch of friends I had. And, um, one of them said, well, you should, you should really look into real estate. He said, I think you'd make a great realtor. And that was, um, Shout out to Brian Schulenberg. Uh, Shout out. <laughs> uh, so he kind of he kind of set the tone uh, for me to do that, and so jumped into real estate, and uh, the rest is history. Uh, wow. And so it's been up and to the right ever since. So um, really, what kind of what kind of got me thinking about real estate, and what made my initial like. Jump almost. I jump, mean, that's yeah. A, that's yeah. a very big... Uh, it was a huge jump, huge jump. Didn't know where I was supposed to go. Didn't know what I was supposed to do. Um, and started talking with a bunch of different brokerages and not really sure what I was going to do or, or how things were going to pan out. Because um, it was my first journey into like the for-profit world. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to... What What are the questions I'm supposed to ask of teams, right? of brokers? I don't know this. And... Um, Every conversation that I had, it was all about how much business can you do? How many transactions can you bring in? How big is your sphere? And it was, it was all this focus on how, how much, much are you going to make us? How much you're going to make? Yeah. How much <laughs> you're going to make us as a brokerage? Yep. And uh, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, I'm just here kind of flying I, by the seat yeah, of my pants. Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue. I have no clue. Like, this is my first journey into the for-profit. Like, I guess this is the conversation I'm going to have to yeah. have. Uh, and it felt super uncomfortable to me because I was like, this isn't who I am. This yeah. is who I want to be. My only experience with a real estate agent was like, or my latest experience with a real estate agent was like the greasy slick back hair, yep. all about the transaction. Suit and tie. Yep. Like. Yep. Suit and tie. And like, he's going to go put on his sailing shoes and yep. go on his yacht later. Um, <laughs> and, and like, like heard from like, we, we bought our house through him and he never 
never like reached out, never continued the relationship, never, never maintained that connection with us. And so I was like, that's not what I want to be, but I didn't have mind blowing to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And we're like, we were like low hanging fruit. Like, yeah we're gonna buy we need to buy and we're a young family like there's potential three or four more houses houses that we're gonna we're gonna potentially sell or buy through him um and just he just didn't maintain the relationship still haven't heard from him to this day Uh should reach out and be like yo i'm selling houses now (laughs) stealing Uh, your business i I think he knows i think he knows (laughs) um but that was my only experience and i didn't know anything else other than that but i knew that's not what i what I wanted to be. Um, you know, that's, that's funny. Cause I don't know if you know who Daniel DeRoche is. I, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Big time agent in Minnesota. Yeah. I've had him on this podcast mm. a couple of times and he talks about kind of a similar experience. Mm. The reason he got into real estate is cause he's like the agent that I helped that helped me buy my house here sucked. <laughs> he's like, if you're making this much mm-hmm. doing that, I can make, a lot more doing way better. Mm-hmm. So it's a very similar. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it's such a relationship based business. If you're it not is. creating those relationships with your clients, like mm-hmm. you're gonna lose. Yeah. I was just talking to an agent, and very high producing agent. Like sold over thirty houses this year. Mm. Like kills it. Yeah. But he's like five of my clients this year. I've never met, never saw the house. Mm. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm taking my clients out to dinner, coffee, like <laughs> getting to know I'm like, yeah. I want to know everything about yeah. these people because it just makes the whole experience 10 times better. It totally does. And and that <coughs> was, as I was interviewing these brokerages, having these conversations, I sat down with, with the one I'm with now and their first question to me was, what can I do for you? Yeah. Like it wasn't this, like, what can you bring to us? But yeah. It was like, how can we serve you? Uh, and it kind of, flipped the switch for me where I was like, oh, real estate isn't sales. Yeah. Real estate is service. Um, and it's like, it's my job to serve my clients. And I was like, okay, I think I can do that. Uh, and then jumped in um, after I got my license and all of that stuff. And they, the, I learned quickly that the licensing classes don't teach you how to do real estate. <laughs> they, they teach you how many square feet are in, in an a, acre. In an acre, yeah. And it's and you never get asked that. It's no. like forty three thousand five hundred and sixty, I think. Yeah, something like that. Something I like think that. there might be a seven in there too. Maybe. Or Maybe. Uh, but so so I realized quickly, like, I don't know, like how do I write a purchase agreement? How yeah. do I do this? And so uh Edina has this Edina U program for new agents. It's three weeks of like, here's how you do real estate. Yep. Uh and every day they started dining you with you're not when you're out prospecting you're not out prospecting for transactions you're prospecting for relationships it's and creating those new conversations and having good solid connecting conversations with it people it is yeah. it is and and so then i was like oh so real estate's about serving people and building relationships that's what i've done for the last 12 years in ministry yeah and i was like i can serve people Mm-hmm. And I can build relationships. Yeah. Those are things I'm good at. And that, and so that's how I've done my business. And so I try uh, every day to write two thank you cards to people in my life. And that's so amazing. It's, it's a discipline that I've done since I started this business. And so some seasons are good. Some seasons aren't so good about it. Right. Um, but it's an easy, like, just pick five, two, two people a day. 
spend 10 minutes, write a card, send it off to them. And I can't tell you how many people like reach back out and say that card made their day, made their week. I or, wrote one to a mom last week and she got it and message. She messaged me on Facebook saying, Hey, your card turned around my day. Uh, because I was having a rough day. She's a stay-at-home mom, three mm. boys, Ugh. homeschools, and like, and there's not, nothing against that. Like, no, I, but like, that's no, a lot. It's a lot. And so just wrote her a card. Like, she's a consistent volunteer at church, and like, she shows wow. up every week. And I just, you know, just wanted to write her a card of encouragement to say, "You're doing a great job. You're killing it as a mom. Like, keep wow. it up." Um, that's the difference right there. That's the difference. That's the difference between someone that's going to sell ten houses a year and someone that's going to sell forty or fifty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and and i mean i'm not i'm not in it for her business like no I said, like no i want i want to be i want to just encourage her as a mom and so i was able to do that she wrote me back and just said that card turned my day around wow and i was like for spending you know i you know go to target get the 50 pack of cards yeah and, uh stamps it's like okay that's easy mm-hmm. um and then the other thing that i do uh, is, and I'm not, I haven't been great consistency about it this, in this season, but I'll do video Facebook messages on, uh, and I'll, I'll do happy birthday messages. Yep. Uh, and so it's all, you know, Facebook tells you whose birthday it is. And so I'll just click on their profile and message them and just do a short little like, Hey, happy birthday. Yep. How are you doing today? Or do you have any big plans or how can I pray for you? Like those kinds of things. And I think I get like a 90% response on those videos that I do. Have you ever heard of uh, Bomb Bomb? I have. Okay. Yep. Because Daniel, okay. he, he lives by that. Yep. He's like, I use it every single day. Yep. So. Yep. And good. and nobody does, and nobody does video messages. Oh, uh, we, so like we have Zillow on mm-hmm. our team and like our number one thing is like, yep, obviously set the appointment on that Zillow call mm-hmm. right away. But after that, send a video message to them mm-hmm. saying like, hey, this is the person you're talking to. Yeah. You know, I'll see you at mm. 3 p.m. at 123 Main Street. Yeah. Really looking forward to it. If you need anything at all, just feel free. Give me a call or shoot me mm. a text. Mm. And like that, our conversion when we did that and when we didn't is like night and day difference. Yeah. Just like that little change. Mm-hmm. Just like, saying like, hey, I'm a real person. Yeah. And I care about you. I care about where you're going in life. Yeah. If I can help you in any way, like so I want worth to. it. Yeah. And and that that's been the game changer for me. Yeah. I um I just got a deal under contract on Monday. Mm. Such a special moment. Mm. We we signed our buyer contract January 27th okay. of this year. Wow. We've been working this hard. Yeah. We've wrote seven eight offers mm. where she was an FHA buyer needed seller paid like this spring yep. wasn't, wasn't going to happen. happen. No. And then she had a super busy summer, so she kind of held off her search. And then we finally got into something. And I could give, I got her, called her on Monday and was like, hey, December 15th, you're going to be a homeowner. Hmm. And she just broke out in tears. Yeah. And it was just like, this is why yeah. we do this. We are yep. changing people's lives. Mm-hmm. And hey, people may think we're a salesy people and slobby or whatever you want to say. But like, at the end of the day, we are helping people's Mm -hmm. lives for the better. And that's what I love about this business. Yep. I was working with a client for about 18 months and um, just one of those stories that's just heartbreaking. The guy was in his 50s uh, and lost his wife to a form of lung cancer, uh, left with two kids, a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old, and they were living in his parents' 
two-bedroom townhouse, 700 square feet, and his oh. parents were late 70s. And yeah. so two, two senior adults, this dad, and then his two you know, 10 and 12-year-old kids. And their par- his parents were lifelong renters. And so yeah. there's no... There's no generational there's wealth. There's no generational anyway. wealth in any way, shape, or form. And so been wor- worked with him for about 18 months, finally got him a place and like getting him signed, getting him under contract, getting him to the closing table. Like it was, it was a slug fest, uh, to get him there. Um, but we got him there Wow! and like we, you know, my lender and I, like it was really emotional for me at the time. Cause like I put so much time and effort into getting this guy a home, but then also realizing like, well, I'm changing his family's history, not just his, but his family, you know, yeah. Cause, you know, real estate is the, probably the most consistent like year over year return on investment that anyone can have and so one of the best investments one of the best investments in going like i just changed this guy's life and probably his kids lives Mm -hmm. and there's nothing greater in this industry than that moment um yeah i um i just helped a 23 year old Mm -hmm. get into a townhouse in blaine generational first-time home buyer Hmm. He was born in New Guinea, moved over to, to the United States, and no one in his entire family has ever owned a house. Wow. And he was the first one, and, like, I handed him the key, and he just was like, this isn't even real, man. Hmm. Like, I got brothers in New Guinea. I got brothers in, like, New Amsterdam, like, all over the world that are have never even felt this. Wow. And he, he was, t- I took him out to dinner, um, and we are talking. He's like, man, like... Once I get some equity in this place, like, I want to get, like, a HELOC, and I want to go buy land in New Guinea hmm. for my family. Wow. And he's, I'm like, damn, like, he has that option because I could yeah. get him into a house. Like, yeah, that he could turn things around for his entire family because of what we're able to open the door to. Yeah. Like, so I was incredible. just like, that's a crazy story. Mm-hmm. And, like, me and him, like, we, like, I said, he's younger. He was born in New Guinea and, like, moved over here a little later in life and, like, he doesn't have too many friends here. So like me and him have created that connection where like we go on double dates together and like just hang out as like boys at this point. And like that, that's really cool too. Like Mm. to just create a friendship out of this is, is special. Yeah. Well, and, and that's been like, sometimes I, 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 I love the closing table. But then I don't love it because then I go, oh, I can't, I don't, I'm not going to hang out I don't out have with a reason you. to like text you every day. I don't have a reason to hang out <laughs> with you anymore. Uh, I had, I had a, a older set of clients that I was helping move to, to Monticello and like, they're just people that you just love to mm-hmm. be with. And we, we text each other occasionally still now of just like, Hey, did you see this house? Or did you see that house? Cause we saw some interesting homes uh, with them while while we were out there uh we were at a house i I think up in ham lake or blaine i don't remember what it was um and we went down into the basement of this house and there was just a shower stall in the basement nothing like like the the furnace and utilities and all that but then just the shower stall like normally you see the pittsburgh toilet and that's it yeah but this was just a shower stall that's so weird we opened i opened up the shower stall and everything from like my neck down was bright orange. Oh, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be bad, guys. This is gonna be real bad." So I went to turn on the on the faucet, and I think the first like three seconds of water was just was orange and rusty. Oh. And I was like, "This is so gross." Uh. Oh. 
<laughs> but you see that sometimes. You and just see you some just... crazy stuff out mm-hmm. here. I was at uh, a house in St. Paul. Like, we're in the basement, and they had, like, a prison door. Oh. Like, I mean, this door was, you know, yay thick. Yeah. And it said, keep out on the door mm. and like red and it looked like blood and like me and my client were like what the heck <laughs> like, we're gonna get out of here now <laughs> we're, we're done <laughs> yeah it's just stuff like that is really crazy yeah oh. yeah yep but. there was a there was a house i was in up in elk river where we went down into the basement to this house and it was a door to a bedroom that locked from the outside oh geez and we were like well that's strange strange and then we go into the room and there's like claw marks on the wall under the windows oh my god like um i think this is a no i think we're 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 a no on this yeah that's funny (laughs) (laughs) i was uh i was at one house in saint paul and had somebody come knock on the door oh and i'm like can i help you and he goes is there any little girls inside and me and my client were like what and I'm like, no. And he asked again, are there any little girls? And I'm like, dude, I'm going to call the cops if you don't leave. And he just left, drove away, nothing. I was like, wow, what just happened? That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, real estate's fun, I guess. <laughs> you, you do meet some interesting <laughs> people. Uh, I was in one house. We couldn't find the basement. Okay. We're like, where the heck is the basement? And it was one of the trap doors. Oh. But it was yep. under the stove. So I had to move the stove to get to the basement, huh. and it was just terrible down out yeah. down there. But yep. like we didn't buy that house. But yeah. Still, I'm just like, yep, weird. Yep. No, I was in a house in New Hope where it was the same thing, where the the access to the crawl space was just this the just this trap door, trap like, door, <laughs> but it was in the middle of the kitchen. Really? So it was just like right in the middle of the kitchen. Open it up, go down. You could walk in there, but like. It's like, oh, this is just interesting. I was in one in Crystal, and it okay. was in, like, a closet. Okay. And I'm like, yep. weird. And I opened it <laughs> up, and, like, I tried to get down there, and, like, this the ladder, I guess, was, mm-hmm. like, falling apart. I'm like, if I go down there, I don't know if I'm getting get back, back up. up. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so I just, like, put my phone down there and, like, twisted it mm-hmm. tried to get the best I could. And I was like, yeah, I don't think this is the one for yes. us. <laughs> no. uh, I'm also the guy who, if there's a door, I'm going to open it. Yep. It's like, oh, if there's, what, where does this door lead? And where does this one go? And how do we, you know, I'll crawl under steps and yep. and all that. And my client's like, why are you doing that? It's like, because I want to know what's in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to be surprised by anything. Yeah. Have oh. you uh, been to those, like, townhomes that have, like, the crawl spaces, like, underneath? Mm-mm. It's, like, probably the height of this table is all okay. it is. And, like, the furnaces, it's on its side. Like, oh. the water heater's on its side. Like, no. all this, it's... I was in one of those, and I'm, like, crawling around, and they're like, what are you doing? What do you see? I'm like, and, like, it's the whole foundation. Yeah. So it's, yeah. like, huge under there. Okay. And I'm like, guys, like, there is so much storage down here. <laughs> and it's, like, an older couple. They're like, okay. I don't know if we're ever going to be able to go down there. I'm like, hmm. get your kids to store right. stuff down like, here. Get kids or grandkids or, or something. Yeah. yeah. Call me. I'll yeah. help. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, we just see some crazy stuff out mm-hmm. there and some crazy clients, but yep, hey. <laughs> yep. But that that's the that's, that's the, the business. Gig. That's right? the business. Uh, <laughs> no, it's been it's been fun to to be able to come alongside those people you know, and the ones that that you have a relationship with, and like, hey, I can I can help you with this practical thing, mm-hmm. and we can move forward. Yeah. Um, 
the hard part becomes in those instances where a deal goes south or or a bad negotiation or miscommunication between agents because it happens um, way too much too and then and then it's like oh then you feel bad because you're like i know these people and whether family or close friends you're like oh you feel like you let them down at times yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but that's the business right it is the business we um yeah we've been talking about a lot lately and our team is like we have to provide value more Mm -hmm. than like Mm -hmm. ever before yeah like we have to provide value for our clients because that's our number one job like yep Yep. We're, we're a resource for them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah. And, like, I've been telling my clients that so much. Like, guys, I'm not trying to, like, use you to get you mm-hmm. into a house. Like, I just want to help you get into the right house for you at yep. the right time for you. Yep. If it's if it's a good time now, great. Yep. If not, then let, let's keep working on it. Let me yep. know when you need me or let me know what you need from me. Yeah. And just providing that value day in and day night or day day, day in and, and day, day out. out. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'll um I usually t- I tell my clients like in whether I'm meeting with them about as a in the buyer meeting, you know, the first yep. the first time I meet with them, I usually tell them like, it is never my job to sell you a house. Like no. it is not my job to to sell you something. It's my job to help process and walk with you through this journey. Like if you want the house, we will bend over backwards and I will do whatever it takes to get this house. Yeah. If you and if you love it right away, I'm gonna try to pick it apart for you. Yeah. Like I'm gonna try to say, oh, here's a concern, here's a concern, here's a yellow flag, or even the red flags that I do know. Right. Um, here's a red flag. Uh, but it's like I want you to know like you're going into this with both eyes open. Yeah. Um give them like the most honest and mm-hmm. serious approach you can. Yep. Like Yep. That's what we got to do. Yep. And I know I know there are some agents in the industry who uh who get on mom and dad for coming to the inspections. Yeah. Uh and I'm I go always always of this mindset of like the more eyes on the house the better. Yeah. And like bring your parents along, bring your uncle along, bring yep. your contractor friend along cuz like they're going to see stuff I don't get to see. Yeah. And then it gives and me And I get to learn. And I get to <laughs> learn, but it also gives me that opportunity then to like talk with mom and dad and be like Hey, I'm with, I am on your team your kid's side. I'm on your team. Yep. Like I'm not focused on the transaction. I'm not focused on getting this to close. I want to help your son, your daughter, whoever buy the house that they want, not buy the house that I think they need. Oh. Yeah. Well, and like one thing I've really been focusing on lately is like that everything, like everybody in this transaction is a team. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, beforehand, like me, the lender, you guys, like we're all working together to get you a pre-approval. And then we're, you and me are working as a team to find the right house. Mm-hmm. Once we get that offer accepted, we're through all the contingencies and stuff. Then you, me, lender, title, listing agent, seller, we're all mm-hmm. on the same goal. Seller wants to sell their house, sell their house. You want to buy their house. We've all yep. agreed on the negotiations. How do we all work together to make this happen? Yep. And I tell that listing, the listing agent, like first conversation, like, hey, I want you to know, like, this is a team. Like, I mm-hmm. want to work with you. Let's make this happen. And let's make this an easy, smooth transaction for both of our clients. Yep. Because if we do that, then we're going to look like heroes and we're mm-hmm. going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we'll get everybody to the closing table and we'll all be happy. Exactly. Yep. 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 Yeah, yeah. And so what are what are some of the things that you've been noticing in the market lately that have been changes that have I mean it's everybody's talking interest rates right. and, Huge and drop inventory last week and, and like all that. So what are the trends you guys are seeing? I mean, obviously there's just not that much competition right now. Mm-hmm. Um, inventory is 
not that low, honestly, mm. right now. I feel like there's a lot of houses available. Mm. You look back last spring, I'd write up, a, go through a buyer consultation, do a home search, and they'd be like, all right, here's the one house. <laughs> here's the you one like it? chance we get. <laughs> yeah. Where now we do that, and there's like 20. Mm. And I'm like, that's a huge difference. Yeah. And it's like, I think we're going to have an inventory problem for mm. many, many years to come. Yeah. yeah. But right now with the interest rates being so high, I guess, the competition is so low that people can get into a house and get a pretty damn good deal. Yeah. And like make a bunch of equity because mm. once those rates drop and competition brings back up. And right. Like that's what I just explained to the buyer that I got under contract this week. I was like, hey, like this isn't your forever home. That's okay. But we get in this home two, three years from now, you sell for 50K over, make $40,000 on this house. We can get that house that you want. Yeah. But this is a first step because if we wait until rates drop, hmm. we're going to be beat out every time. Yep. We don't have the we don't have the money for it right now. Yeah. So we got into a house and that's the person that ended up crying. She's mm -hmm. like, this is going to like change my life because mm -hmm. I know I can sell it for more in two, yep. three years. And yep. Go finally get that house that I really wanted in that that area I really wanted but yeah. she understood that like she has to make that sacrifice right now yep she's willing to do it so it's yeah. really cool um but other than that I mean it's just I I have I'm writing an offer today for an assumable loan okay 2.25 wow you don't you're not seeing that anywhere else and she's no. like so how like does this happen a lot I'm like nope we got to hop on this if you want it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, if you, you want have it, we a really good opportunity right now. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. And she's like, it's a s sad situation. Her husband mm. died six months ago. Oh. Older couple. Um, and it's right by Mercy Hospital. Okay. It's a detached townhome. And mm. she's like, gosh, I don't know if I want to be this close to the hospital. But then her mm. kids are there last night for a second showing. They're, they're like, yeah, that's a good thing. Mm. You're close to the hospital anything happens it's not like we got to drive two hours to the hospital yeah you're right here yeah, yeah so it it's a really cool situation i'm really hoping we're gonna get something going here yeah. today and okay. kind of it'd be a really cool story to say she got a tuna 2.25 percent interest rate right when everything else is in the sevens yeah yeah, yeah. so that'd be awesome yeah she's yeah. pretty excited about it that's cool so that's cool now, i love that idea that you're talking about with your clients to like have them thinking future not just now in the moment like this is a like an investment like, it's, it's like we just said stone. it's like the best investment mm -hmm. and it's a stepping stone yes it's not it's not your dream right now you know but like this this will help make your dream come true like it's, i mean you look at some of the top investors right they don't start with ten thousand dollars and then jump up to a hundred million no you gotta step up and mm -hmm. get to that point yeah so yeah it's yeah. and and like i long gone are the days of people buying their house and it's their dream house and it's the house they're in for 40 years like yeah. our parents generation absolutely yeah you but could buy a house for a couple crackers I yeah mean. yeah 60k yes 18 percent interest rate or whatever in the yeah. 80s but like your house was 60k and yeah. that's all it was now with inflation and all that like it's maybe your dream house is five six seven hundred thousand dollars a first-time home buyer doesn't have that kind of income unless you're making a quarter of a million a year or whatever um and that's not that's, that's not, not happening that's not happen <laughs> no no and so it's, I, i've also found that like hey setting those expectations of like this is this is for now this is for two to three years yeah let's build that equity let's it's a consistent 
it's a consistent builder. Like, yeah, it's not going to fluctuate with the stock market. It's not going to, it's not going to go up and down in crazy amounts. You know, you might have a bad quarter where it drops a percent, but then maybe, maybe, and that's usually like this quarter right yeah. now. Yeah, so it makes it four. even more mm-hmm. valuable to buy right now. Yep, right, totally, <laughs> totally. Uh, but then it's like you're going to gain five percent next year. So mm-hmm. it's like. All right, I. It's worth it. It's guys. worth it. It's worth it. It might not be the Taj Mahal. It might not be the mansion you want now, but like, five years from now, that money could be. Yeah. So, yep. it's uh, if I could buy a house right now, hmm. I would. Yeah. Yep. But I need more <laughs> years of employment. You need. Ten ninety nine. He needs some more buyers. <laughs> he needs some more buyers and sellers. Uh, I just need time to go a little faster. Fair. Give me that two years, and I'll be good. Yep. But yep. Yep. How are you finding the um, the the grind of being an agent? Like, like it. So we always talk about being a lion on our team. Mm-hmm. You gotta have that lion mentality, baby. Mm. And we always say like the lions. The thing about the lion is they love the hunt. Mm. They love that process. They love the open houses. They love the prospecting, and that's why they're the king of the jungle. Mm. So if we want to get to that point. We got to be loving the processes. We yeah. got to be loving the open houses, the events, mm-hmm. the new conversations we're having. Mm-hmm. So getting my mind to think like I love every single thing I do because I know it's reaching my goal of you yeah. know, finding that new client and changing mm-hmm. their life. Mm-hmm. So loving that process of getting that point yeah. makes life like so valuable to me, mm-hmm. I think. That's yeah. that's where my head is at yeah. with it. Like, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a grind for sure. Oh. And I, th- I think some people get into the industry thinking like, oh, it's going to be easy and I'll find clients. And I get my license posted on social media, 10 people reaching out. Like, right. no, that no, doesn't not, happen. That's not everybody. <laughs> that's not everybody. Because, um, yeah, it's it can be a grind. Well, and like the, the hardest thing for me is like, look at me. I look like I'm 12, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, mean, I, I had to grow the little bit yeah. of beard, so yeah. I, I look like 21 maybe, <laughs> right? I am 21, so... Like getting through that point where someone's making their biggest financial decision in their life. And you're walking them through it. And I'm walking them through it. Mm-hmm. People get scared about that. Yeah. But if I come out and just, uh, I talk about confidence. Every mm. good agent has that confidence. If yep. I walk in with confidence, explaining every situation, mm. they're going to be like, I don't care how old are you. Yeah. How how old you are. Like Doesn't I just want to yep. help you in every way possible. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what I'm here for. Right. Like, right. Right. And so where have you seen the most uh, success in promotion as far as like social media, podcasting, like where, where has been your, what's been your biggest lead source? Open houses. Okay. Yeah. I'm not okay. going to lie. Open houses and then sphere and okay. referrals from past clients and business okay. partners like that. Creating those relationships have been huge for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you're not doing that as an agent, try it. Yeah. It's going to, triple your business almost yeah if you create that really good solid relationship mm. i was sitting with a client at dinner took him to pittsburgh blue and they're sitting there across me like this is the nicest dinner we've had in like 10 years mm. and i'm like hey let's just have a good time i bought like a bottle of wine like we're all yeah. drinking wine having a really good time yeah had amazing food great experience mm. we ate on the patio and afterwards they're like hey they said two things. The first thing they said is like, we got a, we got a lady friend that's single. She's 30. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't, don't, don't need that right now. Yeah. I'm like, and the second thing was like, our parents hmm. are looking to get into a townhouse and sell their house. Would you want to help them? And I'm like, I would love nothing more. 
hmm. to help people in your family because we had an amazing experience. Yeah. So hmm. it, it works, people. Yeah. Even if you don't think it does, try it. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's that relationship and letting letting the real estate conversation not drive the interaction and just no. be a real person. Talk about their life. Talk about what they do for work, mm-hmm. who their friends are. What do they do for fun? They love like EDM concerts and mm-hmm. like raves. And I'm like, dude, we should just go to one. Like, <laughs> I've never been like, let's just have a good time. Just, just introduce me to the world and let's see <laughs> right? what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So hmm. a lot of cool, just a lot of cool stories like that from doing those different events or yeah. dinners or, or whatever. Cool. But, uh, Open houses. Open houses. How about you? What are you seeing? Uh, for me, my, my biggest successes come from social media. Yeah. Like, that's that's all I do. Yeah. Um, I do some open houses, but I don't do a ton. I usually like to give that opportunity to other agents as yeah. they're getting started. Because, yeah. um, I'm, yes, I'm a full-time agent. I'll end up doing more business than I did last year. That's uh, amazing. Congrats. But I'm also a full-time pastor. Uh, oh, that's right. So, yeah. so I'm I'm in both of those worlds, and so I get the opportunity to to help another agent start their business by letting them do the open houses. So yeah. it's like I'm not I'm not going to do that. My job is to sell the house, and if I can provide an opportunity for another agent to build their business, that's what I'm going to do. Um, but everything else has come on social media. Yeah. Uh, no, social's crazy. I've only got like two leads from social. Okay. But two more than I wouldn't have had. So. Right. And I think it's growing, and I'm getting to that point where, like, my sphere, like, my friends on socials are going to start graduating college, yep. and then really and then it, that's, that's when it gets different. And that's and that's where uh, my first broker, he got his license in college, and basically he was the only one that all of his high school friends knew as a realtor. And so, mm-hmm. like, he literally helped all of his high school buddies buy their condos in Minneapolis or wherever they bought. And yeah. like, that's where he got a lot of business from. And then now he's been, I think he's been in the industry like 15 years. And wow. like, it's been, he said, it's just been incredible. No longer than that. Um, he did it right out of high school. So like, or right out of college. So yeah, 15, 20 years, something wow. like that. That's and like, crazy. It's, that's how he, he cut his teeth. Yeah. Uh, so no, that's where I think that's where it's going to be nice when I have all those people starting to look to buy. Looking for their first, looking for their first place talk about the obvious choice mm-hmm. in that situation yep. you know what i mean yep they know god he's been doing this for four years now like, and he knows his stuff yeah and, and he knows what's available and what's not and how to guide him through the process so exactly like, yeah, you're so you're i'm signal. excited for that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so come may yep. all, all of you uh college grads you college grads who know this guy <laughs> hit me up hit him up uh so no, that'll be that'll be really good for you. But yeah, so, my mine has all been through sphere and influence and yeah. and all that. Like in my in the job that I was doing at camp, um, I'd work with forty plus college students every year. Yeah. Uh, and so every summer, it's a whole new crop of of students that I would train and, and prospects prospect. And so it becomes, <laughs> but they kind of become all over. And mm-hmm. so like when I look at my history of transactions i mean i've driven up to park rapids i've been to hinkley i've been yeah. down to rochester i've been to mankato i've been to norwood young america i've been to monticello uh far i'm going to rockford after we get yeah. done with this so it's literally i've been all over the state um with with clients helping them look for houses because mm-hmm. uh, also like yeah i'm not going to tell you no uh I, w- I want you to trust the person that you're with and um so yeah, so it's been sphere and, and social media for me. Yeah. So, how was uh, being 
you know, a minister and going through all that, how is that, you know, currently doing that full time as well? How has that helped your business? Um, for me, it's reminded me, it's been a good reminder that it's the relationships that matter. Like there's that old adage. It's, it sounds cliche, you know, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. It's like, it's cliche, but it's so true. Um, and so being, being a pastor, it's really reaffirmed that like, Hey, it's really the relationship with these people that matters. It's who they are, where they're going in life. What are their dreams? What do they want to accomplish? And how can I help them take that next step? Um, whether that's in real estate, whether that's spiritually, whether that's in their, their family life personally, like I get, I get to see that component and there's a, there's that side of me that's just that caring, nurturing, pastoral component that like, man, that that's fit really well. Yeah. Um, but again, like not wanting to use that as a business builder, wanting to just be like, no, this is just who I am. And this is something also that I do that I can help with if you want. Otherwise I can, I refer you out to someone else that I trust because you know, there are agents out there who, who you do know who are going to treat them well and who are going to approach them the same way you will. And, um, who value that relationship just as much as you do. And yeah. so so there's also that opportunity that we have to be like, hey, I'll, I'll refer you out to an agent that I trust that yeah. will treat you well. Um, That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Other question, got to know. Yeah. What's with the pink? There's got to be some backstory. There is a backstory to the pink. Uh, Let me just so, get in here. Yeah. Like I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> so hashtag Pete the Pink Realtor. Follow yep. me on social. Um, uh <laughs> I jumped in when I jumped into real estate. I was like, I'm gonna be all about the brand. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna rock the Edina brand real hard, and like, got the polos and the sweaters and everything red and black and yep. all of that. Um, and I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna rock that brand. It's gonna be great. Edina's a strong name. Um, and then I attended a training uh, with Kelly Brown where she was talking about branding and marketing and all of that. And, and she said, no one actually works with you because of your brokerage. Yeah. They work with you because they know you. And I was like, that kind of like hit me like a two by four across the face where I was like, Oh, okay. They work with me because it's me. Yeah. Not because I'm any Dinah agent. Yes. Sometimes I'll get leads from me, Dinah, whatever, but that's not, that's not my primary source of, of, yeah, of leads. And so, I was like, okay, so I got to brand myself. And there's a part of that conversation that was super uncomfortable and super like, I don't like to brand myself. Right. I don't want to stand out. I don't want to do those things. Um, but I was like, no, that's what I have to do. Uh, so, so I started going, okay, what color can I choose? Cause yeah. I was like, that's the easiest way to start a brand. A brand is like, okay, what colors out there? And so I followed a bunch of so a bunch of realtors on social media and I was like, nobody there's nothing that stands out, nothing that's eye popping. And then I was like, Well, with Kelly Brown, she has that teal color. Yeah. If you're on the west side of the cities and you see a teal sign, that's Kelly Brown Holmes. Yep. Like probably was at a school district. Probably was at a school district. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so I so I was like, Well, she's really successful, incredibly successful. Her team is killing it. Yeah. And so I was like, Well, they chose a color, I'll choose a color. I was like, well, pink stands out and no other agents that I know are doing pink. And so I was like, well, I'll do, I'll do pink. And so, uh, 
that's where that's where I started. Like all my all most of my posts are pink. There's some a pink background. Like I've got these you know templates in yeah. Canva. Which if you're not in Canva, like you're, you're missing you're out. You're way <laughs> missing out on Canva. Uh, and so like I have all these. Th- and I was like, well, just make them pink. Just make them all pink. Make them all pink. Um, and then my wife was like, you know, while while we're doing this, you should you should change your clothing, and like you should have everything in pink, because that's going to stand out. Yeah. And so. Uh, and and most times when a couple is having a conversation about real estate, it's the woman who starts the conversation, and there's, you know, pink is a color that just naturally stands out to women, and yep. so when they're scrolling through social, they they'll see Pete the Pink Realtor, and they'll they'll stop and they'll hover on it, and so yeah. um, that's where that's where pink came from. That's so cool. Uh, and I love that. And so it's everything. It's not my favorite color, uh, but it's the color that I've chosen to use. So every every shirt or, or or hat or, or i mean I'm, I'm wearing pink shoes right now even that um, flannel has pink in it oh yeah you, you can't really see because we got pink lights yeah but yeah, yeah there's yeah. pink in that there's flannel. pink in the and uh and my shoe my shoe is even pink look at that uh i don't think you see that uh it's a brand of shoe called kizix i don't know if you're familiar with kizix they look similar to like yep those yeah <laughs> and so so it's the greatest shoe ever Cause it's like slip in, slip out. You don't gotta. So good for real estate. You don't have to bend <laughs> over and tie your shoe. Yeah. It's like it's like great. So if you're a realtor and don't have Kizix, you need Kizix. I'll give you a referral code if you need it. Uh, Shout out, <laughs> heck yeah! DM uh, Pete, right? the pink realtor, for there that promo code. Uh, but it's it's great. But anyway, that's that's the story behind pink. Um, yeah, I mean, you think about some realtors, um, Alex Murray with yep. the Diner Realty, Red Heels, Red Heels, that's every Alex, time, right? Yep. I that's saw someone else in red heels, and I was like, "That's Alex." And I was like, "No, nope. it's not." I was like, "Oh, it should be. It should right. be." Uh, but I'll have people. Um, Tyler and Tyler, Tyler was at Eden Realty before he went to yeah. EXP, and Alex was on Tyler's team, so okay. they have a really close yeah. connection. And that's awesome. Yeah, that's so awesome. You know Alex and cool Kelly Brown. Funny yeah. story about Kelly Brown. I was in Vegas with Kelly Brown mm-hmm. um, in October, and I'm playing slots at like three in the morning after this after party. <laughs> And I'm hitting it, and I'm like looking around. I keep hitting it, I'm like oh, I won like seven hundred dollars. Didn't even know it. <laughs> I took it out. I'm like looking around. I'm like I don't even know where I am. And then coming walking down like the main hallway is Kelly Brown. Hmm. And I'm like yo Kelly, because <laughs> we were just at a party together. Yeah. She's like Brady, hmm. and I was like I just won. And like we just had the, it was so much fun. Uh, shout awesome. out Kelly Brown right That's there. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 and so I'll actually have people like if they'll see, if they see someone in pink, like I had a, a client who's driving through St. Paul, they saw somebody running in a, in, in pink. So the pink running shirt, pink shorts on. Oh, wow. And they were like, they Is texted me. They're like, Pete, are you running in St. Paul, Paul right now? I was like, Nope, but this is this is why we're pink. Uh, so so when people think Pete, they think Pete the Pink Realtor. Oh my god! Uh, or when they see so pink, awesome. they, so it's trying to create that word association and that familiarity to be top of mind um, yeah, has right? been has been really really good. That's cool. Yeah, so no, that's, I. That's why we're pink. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> I love it. Well, Pete, the Pink Realtor. Yes. Do you have anything else you want to say? Where can people find you? That's that's a big one, right? Yeah, Pete the uh, Pink Realtor. Pete the Pink Realtor on all socials, uh, primarily on Facebook and um, Instagram. Uh, I do some on LinkedIn, but not not a ton. Yeah. Um, but mostly Facebook and and Instagram. I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put your your stuff in the description as well. But, Perfect. Uh, other than that, any last things you want to say? Um. Most realtors are out to serve you. 
They're not out for the transaction. They're not out for to, to for a payday. They're they're here to serve and work with the one you trust. Work with the agent that will tell you the truth, will tell you the hard stuff. Um, will also celebrate all the little things along the way. And so that's if you're looking for for that kind of a person, that kind of a relationship, like that's that's an agent, and that's a really good agent. Um, that's all I got to say about that. I don't think you could have said it any better. Mm-hmm. I think that is a, a great spot to kind of end this episode. So, Pete, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come out here. Yeah, you're welcome. But Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks to everyone that was watching. As always, like, subscribe, you know, do the things. <laughs> Follow <laughs> Pete the Pink Realtor on all yes. platforms. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.